Welcome to the Color and Chaos podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Whether you're watching or listening to this, it is an honor that you are here. Whether you are on YouTube, on Spotify, Google Play Music Store, iTunes, no matter how you are partaking in this right now, it is a complete honor. The fact that you are here is not by accident. And I am a firm believer that the Lord has a plan and purpose for this episode in your life, as I know that he has a plan for it in my life as well. And so if you're new to Color and Chaos, I'll explain real quick what Color and Chaos is. All one word, but it's three words, kind of confusing, but Color in Chaos. So in the chaoses of our life, I know that I've seen in my life through the difficulties and the uncomfortability, all the just hard things that I go through. I know that one of the first things I want to do is run. I want to run away from those. I want to numb myself. I want to get away from anything that makes me uncomfortable. But instead of running away, color in chaos exists as a cry to say that there is color. There is beauty that can be found even in the most horrendous and hard times in our life. That we have a God that does not waste anything, including the chaoses of our life. If anything, I would say that our God uses the chaoses of our life in order to help mold us more into His image, in order for us to know Him more. And so no matter whatever chaos you have going on in your life, or even past chaoses, present chaoses, or even future chaoses, this exists in order for us to, instead of running away from the things that can grow us, to instead lean into the Lord through it knowing that only through our creator, savior, sustainer, we can find a color in the chaos. On our own, there is no color to be found, and it makes perfect sense why we'd want to run. But we're saying no, and we're standing up and saying, no, this is an opportunity for us to know more about our creator, savior, and sustainer. And so that's what Color and Chaos is. If you're jumping into this episode, um, I would encourage you, this is actually a part two of a two-part message that we've been doing here uh, we've been kind of looking at the whole idea of and, and topic of relational heartbreak and just walking through different observations that I've seen in my own healing from different heartbreaks in my life um, through relationships that I've been in. And um, and hopefully there's something here that can apply in your life as well. And so we've been taking time in these last two episodes just looking at uh, music and looking at scripture and trying to draw some uh, truths out of it when it, it, on the topic of relational heartbreak. And so again, if, if this is your first time jumping in, then I would encourage you to actually pause this, come back to this later, but check out part one, because I'm going to be referencing a lot of stuff that I talked about in part one. And But if not, then uh, feel free to be a part of this, and uh, I would just love to pray and uh, just ask the Lord to use this time to speak through me, and also for me to hear what he wants to say to us as we're talking about heartbreak. So here, let's pray together. Lord God, just thank you for who you are and what you're doing. I thank you so much for this opportunity. I don't deserve it, Lord. I am just a broken vessel, a broken man apart from you. So Lord, any good in me that anybody sees or hears, Lord, I pray that um, that all the attention goes to you. Lord, help me uh, just be able to be clear and concise and help those that are listening or watching this be able to just walk away from this, this moment that we have together with a deeper, not only insight on the color that you can bring out of the chaos, but 
a, a deeper appreciation for what you have done in order to not only forgive us, but to love us and your faithfulness, no matter the things that we've been through yesterday, the things that we're going through today, or the things that we will go through. Lord, you are the healing and this hurt that we feel here in this life that we have been given. So Lord, help us seek you for our healing and help us be honest with you, with the parts of us that are hurting and broken today. So Lord, I pray for those that are listening and watching this, Lord, no matter what heartbreak they are going through, that they know that you are a creator and you are a savior and you are a sustainer that is faithful no matter what we go through, no matter what this world can do to us, Lord, you are so much better and you are so much greater. So Lord, as we just dive into this moment, just use it. And I just pray that you just are glorified through this. In your name, we pray and we surrender. Amen. Amen. A little background real quick. This uh, this whole topic about the breaking up, breaking down and the healing in between actually is adapted from a blog post I did about a year ago. So before Color and Chaos was a podcast, it was a blog post. So many times I'm going to be referencing uh, that blog post while expounding upon it. And so picking up from where we left off last week, we talked about many things last week and on the topic of just observations about healing through relational heartbreak. One of the first things that we talked about was the whole idea of surrender. And the thing that I mentioned was that we as, 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 as people, as, as humans, as humans that hurt and feel emotions, we have to be very careful. We have to be very mindful not to forget to lift our hands often. And we talked about that whole idea of surrender and how surrender is so important to the healing process that we have to go through in light of heartbreak that we also go through. And so I talked about the importance of not forgetting to lift up our hands often. Uh, The second thing that I talked about was this, take time to assess the wounds. We took some time last week to talk about when we are hurt, when somebody has hurt us, we have to be honest in those moments and assess the wounds and, and, and be comfortable with being honest about that. We also talked about how in those wounds, those can be opportunities for us to experience the Lord in a greater capacity than sometimes before those wounds. Sometimes it's not until we are wounded that we look to the Lord for him to be the healing and for him to offer us way more than this world can offer. Basically, just don't keep plowing ahead as if nothing ever happened. We as people, especially in the United States of America, we're so just programmed from birth just to get up, keep going, keep get up, keep going. Just, just don't stop, don't stop, don't stop. Just nonstop, keep working, keep hustling. But when it comes time to our emotional and mental health, we have to take time to assess the wounds and not only assess the wounds, but bring it to the wounded healer. Bring it to our creator, savior, sustainer. Bring it to Jesus and allow him to shelter us through those wounds and to give us a healing, knowing for one, that he has been wounded way more than our, than our comprehension and he can empathize with us in our wounds. So we talked about that. The third thing that we talked about and, and what we ended on last week was the whole idea of that when we have relational heartbreak, it is so important that we do our best to try to make things right. One of the first things I wanted to talk about for this episode as we conclude this, uh, this whole topic is this thought, that it is important for us not to neglect finding joy in our work. 
it is important for us not to neglect to find joy in our work. And now I know there, there might be some of you that is wondering, okay, what does our work have to do with healing from heartbreak? What I mean is this, is that each and every one of us, we have been created by a creator that has a plan and purpose for our lives that goes way beyond anything this world can offer. And if you follow Color and Chaos podcast, you, you know that we say that often here, that, that we have been created with a purpose that goes far beyond anything this world can offer. And, and one of the things that come to my mind, especially as I, as I think about my own process of healing when it comes to heartbreak, is that I know that sometimes in the aftermath of a heartbreak, it is hard to just find a joy in who you are, how you're wired, and what the Lord has placed you in, and, and, and the situations and contexts that the Lord has placed you in, and the giftings of, of who you are. I know for me, when when I'm in the aftermath of a heartbreak, especially um, with a relationship uh, w- with a woman, I, I know that one of the things that 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 I have to kind of rebuild is this identity that exists without that person being in it. And in those moments after a heartbreak, sometimes I can feel almost like I'm crippled, almost like I'm I'm walking kind of with a limp. Uh, whether it be emotionally or mentally or even sometimes physically, I just feel drained. I just feel hurt. I feel broken. I just feel just defeated. Sometimes there's depression and a lack of emotion. There's a lack of feeling. There's a numbness. And, and maybe you listening or watching, you can relate to this, that, that sometimes after a heartbreak or a hurt or a pain, it can almost feel like you're crippled. And I know in my life, after, after, um, especially the the relationship that I was in with a with a woman, in the aftermath of that relationship falling apart, I almost felt like there was a a post just healing process that happened for like three years after after the breakdown of of that relationship. I, I felt like everything that I was going through after in the aftermath of the heartbreak was through the lens of oh wow, I just feel. I just feel like I'm half of who I was. But one of the things the Lord has been showing me is that when we feel that way, it's a reminder that we placed too much of our identity in this temporariness of this life. Instead of placing our identity and placing our worth and and who we are as a person in the Creator Savior Stainer that is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's important not to neglect finding joy in your work. And one of the songs that stand out to me, and, and, and in this series, we've been going through different songs that has been important in my healing and that I pray would be important in your healing as well. One of the songs that stand out to me is, is a song by a band named Remedy Drive. And the song is entitled Polaris. And the CD is a, is a call to action to those, our brothers and sisters that are caught in the web of just the sexual brokenness all around us and even the sexual brokenness within us. And, and so this song, you might be wondering, okay, why are we bringing up this song? This song is really important. There's, there's a couple lines in here that I wanted to, to expound upon, especially on this topic of finding joy in our work despite heartbreak. And so I want to play it for you right now. And, and again, the, the band's name is Remedy Drive. This is off their latest album as of recording this. The album's name is North Star, and this song is called Polaris. You use your pen, but you don't have a sword. You've got your fingertips on the keyboard. You've got the sphere of your influence. Nobody else has got your fingerprints. It's the 
verses that stand out to me on this topic of finding joy in our work and and just realizing that your life has purpose even in the aftermath of heartbreak of of relational heartbreak colossians 3 23 paul says this he reminds the church this whatever you do work at it with all of your heart as if you are working for the lord not for human masters Another translation says this, work willingly at whatever you do as if you were working for the Lord rather than people. Heavy heart, you right now that are listening or watching this, you were created with a niche that our creator created you with giftings and talents. And those are giftings and talents that is specially crafted in order for you to use it for the glory of the one who made you. And even though you may feel depleted and devalued and maybe you feel diminished and you feel less than and maybe you feel like a shell of who you once were before the heartbreak, I want to tell you right now that our God can redeem even the lowliness that and the, and the hurt that you are feeling. That, that niche is something that the Lord can use no matter what has happened. And even if you feel like maybe you, you've blown it, Maybe you feel like that, okay, yes, I, I, I had a gift, I had a talent before, but I don't know if I have that anymore. What I want to tell you is this, is that just like this song said, you use your gift when you don't have a sword. You got your fingertips on the keyboard. You got the sphere of your influence. No one else has got your fingerprints. It's the steel that's pushed. It's the weight that bends. It's the light that's bleeding through your camera lens. You've got your voice, so sing it out, my friend. Allowing heartbreak to tie our hands behind our back. That is willful slavery. May we not be slaves to this heartbreak that we are feeling, but instead, may we break those bonds through the joy that comes through our creator, savior, sustainer. That is the same yesterday, today, and forever. May we give our hands up to the one that can use it and say, Lord, even despite my heartbreak, Lord, give me a joy in how you have wired me and help me understand your word so that I can live your word out through the, through the person that I am and the giftings that you have given me. Heavy heart, may we find the joy in our work that goes beyond the heartbreak that has been done to us. Sometimes when I'm, I'm heartbroken and I'm hurting, I start to gravitate towards things that, that to, in an attempt to try to fill that void that I'm feeling. But time and time again, we will always be let down when we try to cope and fill a void that these things cannot fill. And they were never created to fill. 
And so one of the songs that come to my mind is a song by a band named Switchfoot. And they're talking about this idea about that it's the pain of our lives that we go through that shows us more of the goodness of our creator, savior, and sustainer. And the name of the song is The Shadow Proves the Sunshine. So I want to play this for you now. Author C.S. Lewis has this quote, and he says this, If we find ourselves with a desire that nothing in this world can satisfy, then probable explanation is that we were made for another world. Heavy heart, no matter what you are going through, may we realize that we are masters at coping, but we are also masters at not addressing the root of this void and longings. One of the things I think about when it comes to this topic of despite our heartbreak, just remembering not to just try to cope with the heartbreak, but instead bringing it to the Son of God, allowing the light of God to shine on this dark situation. One of the things I think about is something that I wrote on the, on the original blog post of this a year and a half ago, but I wrote this. It is so easy to replace an individual or what was lost with something apart from Christ in an attempt to fill the void that we fill. Some turn to the bottle, some turn to pornography, some turn to a rebounded relationship, some turn to an unhealthy work schedule. Whatever it is, we are masters at coping with loss, but not truly addressing the root of our void and longings. We desire intimacy, but so often we settle for the counterfeit intimacy of another person or thing, and ultimately that will hold us back from what we really long for and crave. Despite this heartbreak that we often feel, it may feel like a shadow that blocks life from the core of our being. I know it does for me. And however, through this heartbreak, I recognize that I have overwhelming longings. And at the end of the day, this world cannot fulfill them. What are we really longing for? Why do we want a love that will never leave? If all we have ever felt was inconsistent love from the very beginning of time, where does these longings from unconditional love come from? What I'm saying is this, if there is no creator and we came from, we just came from just atoms and, and we evolved into who we are now, if that's the case and we're just animals, where does the whole idea of unconditional love come from? If there is no source of unconditional love, then we, from the very beginning of time, based on this train of thought, then all we've ever felt was conditional love. But still, when we feel conditional love, there's just a void within us. To me, that points towards the reality that there is a source of unconditional love. That the reason why we crave unconditional love is because what if we were created for that? And the Bible says that we were made in the image of our creator. So sometimes we look for that source of unconditional love to be another person or another thing, where in reality, that source of unconditional love is our creator, savior, and sustainer. And there's so much throughout the scripture that points towards the reality of where the source of unconditional love comes from. First John chapter four, verse eight, John writes this, whoever does not love does not know God because God is 
love. Another verse that also that points out to me is, is John himself. He says in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he sent his only son that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. And just like the truth that was found in this song, that it's the shadow that proves that there is sun behind us. And without sun shining over us, there would be no shadows. And so this hurt that we are feeling is a, is a reality check that we were created for so much more than this. And that void that we are feeling, the hurt that we are feeling, ultimately that points towards a eternal and everlasting love that this world is not fulfilling. So may in those moments of our hurt, may we take time to address and, and, and ask the Lord, Lord, what are the ways that maybe I'm getting in the way of your light and your joy and your purpose and your identity just flowing through my life? What are the ways that I have been blocking you from working clearly in my life? And what are the ways that I have allowed external circumstances to, to rob me of that light that you want to bring to me? Lord, help move me to the side so that I can clearly see you working in my life despite this heartbreak that I am going through or this heartbreak that I am feeling. We search high and wide on this planet for a love that is truly unconditional and we will be let down every time unless the shadows of this inconsistent and unconditional love proves the source of unconditional love that can only come from a creator and not from creation itself. Another observation that I've noticed in, in my process of healing is this observation, that heavy heart, no matter what heartbreak that you have gone through or that I have gone through, we are not alone. We are not alone. And that we have a creator, savior, sustainer that is close to the brokenhearted. One of the songs that stand out to me in my process of healing is from one of my favorite artists. Her name is Audrey Assad. And there's a song that she wrote from the perspective of a friend looking at, at another friend that is going through immense heartbreak. So she's writing this song from the perspective of almost being like a fly on the wall, watching her friend breaking down and just writing the words that she would imagine that her friend would want to feel in those moments. So I want to play a couple lines from this song and, and break it down a little bit and try to find some truth in here. But the name of the song is called Breaking You and is by the artist Audrey Assad.
One of the reasons why this song has been so important to my healing is because that is just a raw picture of what heartbreak can feel like. Just lying on your bed and, and just not wanting to do anything because you just feel so much of a shell of who you once were. In this song, we see a friend talking to another friend, but what does the Lord feel in the moments of our breaking? What does he say? What would he have said? If, if, if Jesus was in the room or, or wherever you're at watching or listening to this right now, and, and if he was there in the, in the moment that you were just feeling heartbroken and he was face to face with you, what would Jesus say? My attention goes to a couple verses in scripture to kind of help that come alive in me and hopefully in you. But one of the verses that stand out to me is a very profound verse that we can easily skip over if we're not careful. But Matthew chapter 5, verse 4, Jesus says this, Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are those that mourn. They will find comfort. Jesus is promising that not only will there be comfort in those that are mourning, but he is calling those that mourn blessed. And I know in my life and in my process of, of heartbreak, I don't feel blessed when I'm mourning, when I'm hurting, when I'm heartbroken. I don't feel blessed. If anything, I feel cursed. I feel, I feel depressed. I feel numb. I feel a pain. I feel the overwhelming just weight that's on my shoulders, on my heart. But when we stop to realize that there is a meaning in that brokenness, there is purpose in that brokenness, there is, there is, there is a hope that can be found in that, in that brokenness. What I realize is that we have a God who himself, even though he was heartbroken over our sin and our rebellion, he shows us a picture of what redemption can do. And in the hands of a faithful father, even our brokenness, could turn into one of the greatest allies in order for there to be growth within us and blessing to come out of our life. Sometimes in our heartbreak, it's hard to stop and see, Lord, you have a purpose through this changing season of my life. Sometimes when we're watching the fallen leaves all around us in the middle of fall and, and in the harshness of winter, we can forget that there is so much beauty in seeing life reborn. And so Jesus is saying, blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted. But the thing that is really important is that in order for us to find that comfort, we have to go to the one that can provide that comfort, that promises that comfort. But if we try to find comfort and blessing and those that can't give blessing in the middle of our mourning, then we will always end up even more broken than where we were previously. Heavy heart, may we, in our heartbreak, turn to the one that can bless us in the middle of our mourning and help bring a color out of the chaos that we are in. Another verse that comes to my mind is Psalms 34, verse 18. And the psalmist says this, he says this, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Heavy heart, you are not alone. You are not alone. No matter how difficult it is in our healing, may we realize that it is possible to renew our thoughts in the Prince of Peace by bringing our anxious and hurting and broken hearts to the healer looking at the word of God saying, look, I want this to be what is true in my life, not what I perceive to, what to be true right now. It is possible to renew our thoughts 
And those same thoughts that could be so crippling could turn into the soil that beautiful growth can be produced out of. Audrey Assad in the song, she goes at the very end of the song to say this, lift up your head, help is on the way and it won't pass you by. You just gotta reach out your hand, go on and lift up your eyes. Love is on the way and it won't pass you by, but you just gotta reach out your hand, go on and lift up your head because love is on his way and he won't pass you by. You just have to reach out your hand. Audrey Assad is begging her friend and, and, and in turn, she's probably begging herself to remember these truths that in the middle of our heartbreak, may we remember that Jesus, our creator, savior, sustainer, looks at us, says, you are blessed, but look to me to find the blessing in this wound right now. That it's in the wound where the light can get in. Sometimes our heart can be so hardened to our creator, savior, stainer, and that hurt can be exactly the blessing that needs to tenderize our heart in order for us to have the desire and, and the heart to want to know him more. He loves you so much and he will not leave you in this heartbroken state, but he is right there with arms wide open, asking and begging and calling your name calling your name to the one well that will always satisfy the thirsty soul. And I've seen this time and time and time again. I have, I have stayed awake night after night for year after year, just with the crippling thoughts of former heartbreaks or even present heartbreaks or, or just past regrets or things that have happened to me and, and, and things that people have done to me. And, and I've stayed awake and I've cried and I've cried. There's been times that I begged the Lord, Lord, just give me a hug. I want to feel something right now. I'm so just hurt and lost in this, this hurt. But I've seen time and time again that often when I lay down my expectations of how the Lord can use this brokenness, I see the Lord produce a, a healing and a joy that surpasses all understanding and a peace that goes beyond all comprehension. And that can be found when I stop looking at my hurt, but instead looking to my God. And likewise, heavy heart. That invitation extends to you as well. Help is on the way. May we reach out our hand knowing that for one, you are not alone, but we have a creator that promises that you are blessed in the middle of this heartbreak. May we trust him with those words. The next point I wanna make is this. May we as people always strive to seek the big picture to our life and pursue the bigger picture with everything that we have. Sometimes heartbreak can make us feel like our life is meaningless. In reality, life isn't meaningless, but life is short. It is very, very, very short. And we are not promised tomorrow. But instead of us just wallowing in this pit that we go through in our heartbreak, may we realize that yes, life is a vapor, but instead use that as a catalyst and a fire within us to give this life everything that we have. Why? Because we have a creator that will give us everything we need in order to make it from day after day after day. Jesus in John chapter 15, verse five, he says this, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he is one that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. You are not what has happened to you. You are not what your heart feels. Jeremiah 17, verse nine says this. 
it, 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 make, it, makes, it makes it very well known that our heart is deceitful above all things and we can't trust our emotions. You are not what has happened. You are not what your heart feels. May we begin to know who we are by knowing our creator. And may we seek a bigger picture, a bigger purpose than the hurt that we are feeling. One of the songs that stand out to me about seeking a bigger picture despite the brokenness that, that, that I may feel is a song by a band called Glorious Unseen. They have a song called We Can Be Renewed. And within this, the, the lead singer is singing from the perspective of a broken relationship, just meditating on all the things that they have been through as, as, as a couple, as a friend, and all the things that they've been through and all the times that they spent just looking forward to being renewed and, and the joy that was tomorrow was going to bring. And he's writing from the perspective of being in the middle of a heartbreak and saying, look, no matter this hurt that I'm feeling right now, I'm, I'm reminding myself that in the bigger picture that there is so much more. There is so much more than that, that at once upon a time we both were looking forward to. But now as we are apart from one another, we can still look forward to so much more, so much more that tomorrow can bring. So I want to play this song for you, play some excerpt from this song and and just meditate on that reality that there is such a bigger picture than the hurt that you may be feeling. Through all the questioning, I'm still discovering myself. And in the processing, I wonder if there's something else that has a that stands out to me is, is this. He says, through all of this questioning, I'm still discovering myself. And in the processing, I'm wondering if there's something else that has a hold on me. What if we went back in time? Do you think that we would change our minds? But then he goes on to say this, what can I do after all that we've been through? After all the dreams that I shared with you, here's hoping that we can be renewed. So he's seeking a bigger picture despite the brokenness that he's feeling, saying, look, I'm discovering myself through this pain and through this hurt, but instead of leaning into my brokenness, I'm going to instead lead into the one that can renew all things. Heavy heart, the Bible says that one day we will be standing in the presence of our creator, savior, sustainer with the brothers and sisters around us that call upon Jesus as Lord. And we will be able in that moment to be fully alive and be fully human. Why? Because we are in the presence of our God. 
I know that that in, in, in the healing of my heartbreak, I know that in the previous relationships of my life, I've been blessed to be able to be in relationship with with women that 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 both me and them were seeking after the Lord with everything that we have. And 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 one of the things that comfort me is knowing that despite of what happened in our relationship and the breakdown that happened, and despite losing a friend. And, and the hurt that comes through that breakdown of a relationship, despite me losing a friend, that there'll, there'll be one day that I'll be able to stand with the, the former loved ones, those that were a part of my life that I was friends with, that I was close with. I'll be able to hand in hand, stand with them and, and declare, Jesus, we're yours, we're yours, we're yours. And even if right now, there's a pain and, and there's, there's boundaries that have been set up in, in order for, for us to heal through this relational heart, heartbreak that we are experiencing. Even though maybe right now that relationship maybe can't be renewed, can't be restored, I'm hoping that one day, and I'm looking forward to that one day, that all will be made new again. Heavy heart. There is such a bigger picture. And when we focus on that bigger picture, it can help us heal and the heartbreak that we experience day in and day out. Another song that comes to my mind is from one of my favorite artists, and his name is Jason Gray. And he speaks on this album, Where the Light Gets In. He speaks on this album about the whole idea that it's the wounds in our life that's where we can see the Lord the most and we can experience the most healing and just overwhelming just presence of our God through those hardships of our life. But this whole album stemmed from the divorce that he went through with his previous wife. And so it's just such a heart-wrenching album knowing that. And even though Jason, through this whole album, sings just songs of joy and just like the previous song, he, he's just declaring that, look, there's a bigger picture, there's a bigger picture, there's a bigger picture. There's a song on the album, and, and the name of the song is Death Without a Funeral. And it's, it's in the middle of the album. And what he is comparing the breakdown of his marriage to is a funeral. And he's saying in the, in the brokenness of this marriage, it's like a death without a funeral. That a funeral, something dies. But there's a time to celebrate the good and, and the beauty that stemmed from that life of the person who passed away. But in a relationship breakdown, you don't have a time to do that. It just goes from something to nothing. It goes from beauty, beauty and joy and love to, to boundaries and separation and hurt. And, and, and he just goes through that idea that it's like a death without a funeral. And, he, and he's honest about that pain. But the song that really stands out to me on this album, and one of the songs that have been top high on the list in my life that the Lord has used for healing, isn't that song, but it's the very last track on this album. And the reason why this track is so just crazy to me is that despite this pain and in a form of hell that he went through, through this divorce, the last track is called Thank You for Everything. And, and, and at first glance, it could seem like a kind of spiteful thing, like, oh yeah, thank you for this pain that I'm feeling. But in reality, it's completely opposite than that. It's, it's the complete opposite of, of, of that spite that you may think that, that is going on in that moment. But I want to play this song for you. And as you're hearing Jason talk about just his reflections on his hurt, 
I pray that this, this awakens something within you and within me to realize that even in the things that we go through, that we are still works in progress. And we don't have to let those regrets and those hurts have the final word, but instead we can thank the Lord that Lord, you are faithful to me despite this pain that I'm feeling and that you are not done with me yet. So here, this is, this is by the, the artist Jason Gray and the song is Thank You For Everything. Thank you for the hardest parts and the beauty of these scars, even though it broke my heart. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. that sink in. Despite the divorce that he went through, he's thanking the Lord. The line that stand out to me is the line that you heard. And he says this, thank you for the hardest parts and the beauty of these scars. Even though it broke my heart, thank you, thank you, thank you. This song reflects Philippians 4, verse 6 through 8, where Paul and his, and his hurt being imprisoned and in chains, Paul says this, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and mind in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is holy and lovely and pure, think about such things. Think about such things. I know in my life, my emotions can almost feel like waves, and I'm sure you can relate to this as well. One minute, I might be doing okay, and despite what I've been through or what I'm going through, everything might be good. I might be feeling a wave of joy and a wave of just peace, but then the next minute, it just crashes down. I feel despair. I feel hopelessness. I feel overwhelmed, but despite all of this, may we remember that the Lord is working in our lives, whether or not we feel it or see it, but he is faithful to do a work within us despite what we go through. We are works in progress. Heavy heart, you are a work in progress. And sometimes it's the hurt that we go through that chisels away the parts of us that don't reflect our creator, savior, sustainer. So may we lean into the Lord saying, Lord, my emotions, my feelings, my thoughts are all over the place. But God, I am just surrendering it off to you because for one, I know that you care and I'm bringing my, I'm bringing my request to you but I'm not going to stop thanking you for the reality that despite me holding and looking at this hurt in my hand, that I don't know what you can do with this. Despite me not knowing what you can do with this, Lord, I am, I am just resting in confidence and in faith and in hope saying, Lord, I know that you can do a work and wonder through this despite what I feel like you can do. I'm bringing my request to you with thanksgiving, knowing that you can make all things straight. You can do a work and a wonder through this heartbreak. Paul reflects this in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16. Paul says this, Therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. 
Philippians 1.6 says this, and I'll, I'll end with this. Philippians 1.6, Paul says this. Through it all, may we always be confident of this, that he who has begun a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day Christ Jesus returns. He will carry on the good work that he has begun in you till the day that he comes back. We began this, this whole series with the idea that we all will know or have known heartbreak. But at the end of the day, with every breath, with every second that we have left, may we point others and may we even point ourselves to the healer of it all. Heavy heart, you are not a lost cause. The Lord has so much planned for you that goes beyond this heartbreak. There is nothing that the enemy can rob you from that the Lord cannot restore. May we lean into the Lord seeking restoration through what he has done on the cross. He has, he has already made a way for us to be restored back to him. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, all this heartbreak is doing is pointing us towards the reality that there is a void within us that this world cannot fill. And when we try to fill it with this world, it will always leave us dry and hurt. Let's pray. Lord, in our heartbreak, have mercy on us. God, please have mercy on us. Help us remember in the times where we feel alone that we are not alone and that you have experienced everything that we have experienced, yet you were without sin. So Lord, in our brokenness and our fallenness, may we look to you as the wounded healer. Lord, you are the one that has experienced every wound that we may feel, every heartbreak that we may feel. But Lord, you conquered the grave so that we can live victoriously through an identity wrapped around you and no longer an identity wrapped around self. Lord, it is not about me. This life is not about me. Lord, help us use this hurt and this pain as a catalyst to seek you through everything that we go through in this life. Lord, may we stop allowing these hurts and pains and regrets to have the final word in our heart, but instead remind ourselves and renew our thoughts in your word, realizing that what you say is what is true. And when you say that you are with us and you will never leave us and that you are renewing us day by day by day and that this is nothing compared to the what you have planned for us. Lord, when you say these things, may this be true in our lives, even in the midst of our hurt and heartbreak. Lord, I pray for those that are listening or watching this right now, and they are just realizing for the first time, maybe some of them are realizing that they need a savior. And Lord, will you give them the strength through your Holy Spirit? Your, your word says that it's only by the spirit of God that we can call you Lord. So Lord, please intervene in this moment. Allow them the strength to be able to come to you and surrender, surrender. Lord, will you please give us revelation that we were created for so much more than anything this world can offer. May we stop trying to find the source of our joy and fulfillment and peace and thanksgiving in ourselves or in the people around us. But Lord, we were created for so, for so much more. Ultimately, we were created to be in complete union and fellowship with our creator and that can happen through your son. So Jesus, we call upon your name. We rebuke any enemy, any stronghold, any demonic force that is over our lives right now. And instead we call upon the name that can save Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you are faithful in our heartbreak. And even in the breaking ups and the breaking downs of our life, that there is a healing that can happen. And even though it may feel like there is hell in this hallway of life, Lord, you are opening up a door within us that the enemy can never shut. 
And that door is a life that is centered around you. Jesus, please use us. We are yours. In your name we pray and we surrender. Amen. 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 Throughout this podcast, we've talked about a lot. And we've shared a lot of songs through these last two episodes. And so what I did, I created a Spotify playlist that you can listen to these songs in its entirety. And also some songs that we weren't even able to get to. And so if you want to find me on Spotify, my name is Jonah Fair, J-O-N-A-H-F-A-I-R. And if you look within my public playlist, you will find one called The Healing In Between. And that has every single song that we've covered on episode one and episode two of this series that we are going through right now. So that, that would be episode 61 and episode 62. So part one and part two, all of the songs and even songs that we weren't able to cover, the songs that have been very important in my healing and uh, to this day are very important. Um, so feel free to connect with me through that. And I pray that it blesses you as it has blessed me. Also, feel free to subscribe if you're not already on iTunes, on Spotify, on YouTube. Uh, feel free to subscribe so that you will just be notified every single time there's a video that comes out. I look forward to connecting with you. And thank you so much for being a part of this. Again, this is not, this is not the end of this conversation. This is only the beginning. May it produce such a beautiful, beautiful work within your life. God bless you. You have a great day. Talk to you later. See ya. <laughs>